Oh my god. Oh, where the hell are we? I think we're in the valley. This looks like someone's garage. A garage in the valley? We didn't shoot a porn last night, did we? I don't remember what happened last night. God, no, me either. Me either. Hey, wait a second, Karen. Huh? Are you wearing your underwear? Yeah. Okay, good, because then I guess these aren't yours? Oh my god. You know, this doesn't look like a garage. I mean, I've got a microphone in front of me. Hey, wait. <gasps> me too. Hey, and there's a mixing board. Guys, mixing board. What did we do last night? Okay, don't panic. No. Paul, tell everybody not to panic. Yeah. Paul. What happened? Uh, <gasps> oh my god. What? Okay, hold on a second. I think we're in a radio studio. Oh, what? no, we didn't do a podcast. No, no, no. I, I think it's more than a podcast because, yeah. look, there's a video camera. Oh, we didn't shoot a porn, did we? Paul, where did you get that tattoo? What tattoo? You know what? This feels more like a show of some sort, you know? Yeah. yeah like a show and a podcast combined. Like Combined? Like a showcast. Yeah, and look at this. There's, there's a sign that says the movie guys. Who the hell are the movie guys? I think we are. Wait a minute, we are the movie guys, and we love movies. And now I remember, we built our own studio for our very own movie showcast. Right. What the hell is a movie showcast? I don't know, but I think we recorded everything from last night. Well, if we really want to know what happened last night, there's only one way to find out. Hmm. Yeah, Paul, press play before a tiger shows up. Or Mike Tyson. Yeah. Okay. <gasps> <gasps> Attention. The movie guys love movies. Any comments made about a movie franchise whose characters can't remember that they've already made this movie are purely for entertainment purposes only. Isn't that right, Fast and Furious 6? <laughs> See what we did there? Yeah. I thought we were going to say Hangover because the characters forget what they did and then... And then it's not. It was Who writes this stuff? We said it's... Diagramming that one out to figure out how to make sure I understand. It's a logarithm. I need that schematic <laughs> to follow the joke. Or the the house, comedy or... joke. Yeah. Hey, well, welcome to the Movie Showcast, everybody. Part of the vast and sprawling Movie Guys empire. You've reached ground zero for all things movies and comedy. We bring the two together right here on our show every week with rants, sketches, previews, characters, jokes, bits, and more. So you can expect that in the next hour as we look at all the newest releases in theaters, but fear not. No spoilers. Good. In fact, when they're going to be spoilers, you should probably leave the room. <laughs> and I will. Yes. <laughs> We've only seen the trailers like you guys, and we're going to give you our thoughts. I'm Paul Preston here with Karen Volpe, Adam Witt, and Lee Caius. Today we'll be previewing Fast and Furious 6. The Hangover Part 3 and Epic Part 1, I guess. Uh, let's uh, listen to a little bit of that. From the creators of Ice Age. Oh, good. Who are you people? We are the Leafmen. Leafmen. Protectors of the forest. Who comes up with these crazy names? And Rio. <laughs> I'm going to destroy the forest, but I'm only going to do it once, so try to pay attention. All right. Ooh, Christoph wow. Waltz. Yeah, that's yeah. a distinct voice. Yeah, that's pretty distinct. <laughs> yeah, matter of time till he got into the animation. They should make animation. him a starship captain. Oh, that'd be cool. Hey, uh, Christoph, uh, I see you have two Oscars there. You want to do our sci-fi TV show? <laughs> I, was, happen. I was wondering when you were going to ask that. <laughs> we'll I would love weird to be foreheads. in space. 
Uh, also exciting, we're going to have a guest today. Yes, Ooh, first time. To that. And Adam first has dressed time. accordingly, and Karen Hello. has dressed accordingly. Live long and prosper. Yes, I couldn't. I can't do that. I have never been able to successfully. What is this called? Well, that's this is why the Vulcan. It's not Nanu Nanu. Yeah, Nanu Nanu. <laughs> well, right? no, no, no. Lee makes a good point. By the way, for anybody who's not watching the video and Shame just listening you. to it, we are doing the uh, waka, waka, the Vulcan uh, V with the two fingers spread out. But Lee is right. If you turn that sideways and shake hands with it, it is uh, Nanu Nanu. Nanu Nanu. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. what's that called? The Vulcan Vulcan high sign. That's like the, the, the high sign, the Vulcan high five. It's like a high exactly five. <laughs> the uh, intergalactic high five. It's the Black Panther planetary. fist of Vulcans, I think. Planetary I c- intergalactic. I've never been. I've able to worked pull on that this off. for years. I've always done this, and I've yeah. worked on it, and, and I'm very good with it. That's with hard. Hand. This, the Vulcan He's, hand? Can't I can't it. do it. You can't do it? Well, I got this going on, too. So I got all sorts of problems he here. broke a thumb or something. <laughs> <laughs> These things snap right off. It looks like a toe. But I've never been all able right. to... Yeah. Well, someone the, who uh, can teach us all to, how to do the Vulcan sign is Chip Krolik. He's yeah. our guest. He's yes. a big Star Trek. He is a Trekker. Trekker. A trekker. hardcore Trek... Not a Trucker. Uh, a trekker. <laughs> you know, a when, mother Trekker. When I heard yeah. that we were going to have a Trekker on, I thought it was somebody who liked to, you know, walk on trails. I always thought it was like to go walk about. They like to walk. You didn't think that for one second. No, (laughs) when you go on a trek, it's like going on a walk. Karen, I'm with you because I've Uh, never heard. You wear tennis shoes. Never heard of trekker before. Uh, I always thought it was trekkie. I rode trekkie. It was trekkie, and then people. Well, we'll take this up with Chip. (laughs) That's actually one of the things I do want to ask Chip because until now, I have never heard of trekker. As a word to describe somebody who loves Star Trek, it's a Trekkie. He made it up. Ice road trekkers. Ice road trekkers. <laughs> do they? What no, do they call Star Wars? That would Wars? be a really cool show because if it broke down, I doubt any of them could fix their truck. But Star Wars people don't have a name for themselves. <laughs> Starries? No, they don't. No, they're, they're just called they're so people. Cool. Lunatics. Yeah. They're called cool man. They're called cool people. Cool. All right, let's get to what we're known right. for here on the show, which is movie previews. So previews. Memorial Day weekend is a weekend off associated with hangovers. Oh yes. So mm. it's only right. That we preview The Hangover Part 3 opening this Friday. All right, you all know the drill. Four friends get together for someone's pending nuptials. Alan slips him a Mickey. A night of intoxicated adventure ensues, which they can't remember the next day. Then they wake up to discover that somebody is missing, and this, of course, sets off a manhunt to find their missing friend. Hilarious. Actually, this time there is no wedding or bachelor party. So it's just three guys going out getting drunk. Mm-hmm. That's not a movie. That's half of America every Friday night. I'm not paying <laughs> Cineplex prices to watch that. I can go to any bar and see that shit for free. Are you sure this is a hangover movie? Absolutely. All right, how do you know? Zach Galifianakis is in it. Right. Yes. The film starts, as the previous two films did, trying to figure out a way to get Justin Bartha the hell out of the way so Bradley Cooper, Ed Helms, <laughs> and Galifianakis can have an adventure. Ah, uh, Justin Bartha. Yes, you may remember him. From... No, you just may remember him. <laughs> I doubt it. Actually, Bartha was one of the many stars of Geely, so it looks like the curse of Geely is alive and well. There is no Geely curse. Right. <laughs> well, at least we won't hear Ed Helms exclaim, I can't believe this is happening again. I mean, it is happening again, but this time they don't come right out and say it like they did in The Hangover 2. I can't believe this is happening again. 
The trailer screams, this is enough effort, right? Because you're already going to see this. The wolf pack finds themselves back in Las Vegas when Doug gets kidnapped on the way to take Alan to a rehab center for his mental problems. Too often people get upset and they complain whenever there's an intervention. They're like, no, I'm not going to a rehab center. But I personally say bring it on. Because if you're going to just have me sit for a month feeding me, making healthy foods for me, having me work out and sit around and talk to people about my problems and maybe even get a massage, I'm all for it. Sign me up for that intervention. <laughs> I'm going to start drinking just so that you guys can intervene so that I can go away for a month's long vacation. And that's Thank the for part three. Karen, I, I think you, plus Karen's rant. I think you need an intervention now. Okay. I'd like to go somewhere where they're going to just feed me. And I don't have to do di- Well, I'll do dishes. Just someone else cook. That does sound nice, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Oh. Yeah, People must a, get addicted to rehab, right? A, I think oh, they do because totally. it's so fun. There's a show called Addicted to Rehab. Is, is it really? Yeah. Oh, oh it's got to be wonderful. Isn't there? Uh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> that. That's the best part right there. Yep, there probably is. You're probably right. There's a, there's a there show, I think. Be, ca- if not. It's either called Addicted to Rehab or Rehab Addict or something. Yeah, why do, gee, why do people lapse and go back to rehab? Gee, why would they go back <laughs> to rehab? Because they being, don't like, have to get up and go to work and... Somebody else makes their bed, or even if they make their own bed, I bet they don't wash their own sheets. I'm just saying. Well, you're fine now. Back to responsibility. No oh, shit. Uh, you wash your oh, sheets. The bottle. Not Gee, often. I better not drink. I know. Or I'll right? go back to the place where I lounge by the pool all weekend. Um, <laughs> just to get you. slightly back on topic about hangover, who's Doug? That's insensitive. The Doug is the, the is Justin Barton. Oh, is he? You, you yeah. don't even oh, know. I didn't even know his, his character. Yeah, I, jokes know, I about don't know him? his real name. <laughs> I wrote jokes about Justin Bartha. I Alan. didn't know his name was Doug. Oh, yes, it's Doug. Oh, okay. All right, good. Good to know. So but, Doug is going to rehab? No. No, Galifianakis <laughs> is going to rehab. Alan oh, but Doug gets kidnapped again? Yes. yes. But we got to get him out of the way. That's the thing. You get him out of the way, and then you can have your movie. They should have right. just killed him in the he first one. He should die <laughs> in every movie <laughs> like Penny. <laughs> he should just yeah, not kidnap Kill him, and then just kill him again in the next movie. That's all you need to do. Yeah, because uh, yeah, once he's gone, then you get down to what, what it's really about. And and uh, I don't think Mike Tyson is in this one like he was the last oh. two. Was but, he in both of them? Yeah. You know why he's not in it? He's doing a Broadway play. And I hear it's great. That's true. Yes. Okay, so you, that yeah. sounds like a joke we would write. No, that's true. But it's true. Yeah. We're not too sure if there's a show called Addicted to Rehab, but we know Mike Tyson's, Mike Tyson's on Broadway. I know this because yeah. I heard it on Stern, and he was on there talking about how he never thought he'd be on Broadway. That just didn't seem like a thing that he would be doing, and he's That's doing a thought a, a lot of people show. had. Yeah. Never, yeah. <laughs> Tyson Mike Tyson on Broadway. He's on Broadway. Yeah. yeah he's got a one-man show telling stories about you know beating the shit out of people. I'd go see that. It's probably a long show. <laughs> You gotta listen to that guy speak for like a whole thing. He's not yeah. much of a speaker, is he? Oh, oh my yeah. wall, I had clips, man. Oh my god, uh-huh. he's quite a speaker. How fucky do you love me? You know, we're, uh, it's, yeah, but he's not going to do that. Bit oh God, then, a, then I'm not going. On, That's all I want to say. Wait, isn't he doing like a uh, 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 speaking circuit? It's that like could, a one-man show, right? Yeah, it was yeah. tour of this okay, one-man so show. I, okay, so we're talking no, about the No, he's not in thing. Broadway doing Hamlet. No, no, no he's okay. doing his show. <laughs> to be it's, not the beat. You're right, you're, you're, right, right, you're right. Yeah, right. he's not doing someone else's work. He's not doing anything goes, though I'd like to see that. By the way, okay. every time you hear an impersonation of Mike Tyson, it's Adam. <laughs> just, <laughs> just putting it out there. In case Actually, you're not watching, you just Mr. Tyson, every time you hear, that's who I want to know. That's who I want to know that who's doing the... Mr. Tyson, Mr. Tyson. I'm not impersonating you. Yeah. Celebrity not voice impersonated. Yeah. But we brought this up in the preview, and it's worth uh, talking further. 
they're not doing the same thing like they yeah. did in the first two movies. They're, this pisses they, me off. They, this is like Die Hard 3. Like, let's not do a building. What? Huh? <laughs> what? Why don't you just call yourself yeah. movie the movie? Skyscraper, airport, <laughs> movie the <to> man. <laughs> and Night Shyamalan, I'm, I'm done with trick endings. Uh, what, were people complaining? <laughs> I thought Die Hard did well to move out of the building and I, I don't mind doing the same plot in different locations necessarily. Although this movie was getting to feel like kind of like a hangover in itself. Like you're, oh, I promised myself never to see another hangover right. movie again. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Listen, remember how horrible you feel now. The next time you want to go see a hangover movie, remember, remember how horrible you feel. Oh, let's go see another. Yeah, hangover. let's do it again. But but it's such a great. They invented a premise, which is that people forget what happened and they piece it together, and that's a whole adventure. I mean, that's like its own format. Like you. You could like if JJ Abrams pitched that as a TV show and each day each week you had that, they'd be like, What a genius. Yeah. <laughs> like every week that people forget and they have to put it back together again. Yeah. I would agree that maybe I think the one of the problems with the the criticisms I have is that it is a gimmick movie. Right? So well, we allow that to happen on TV, but I don't think we like that in our movies. We don't like our movies to be that yeah. gimmicky. That's too bad. Right? Well, well, you know, Memento, Groundhog Day. Yeah, but they didn't I make six Groundhog mementos. They, yeah. they did this, That's you know. true. Yeah. They did it once well, and, you know, really, but unlike, really well. Unlike Die Hard, uh, The Hangover hasn't had a rash of like hundreds of other movies doing the exact same premise. You know, like Die Hard had to compete with like, you know, Under Siege and yeah, yeah. Uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme saves a hockey rink. Is that what that one was called? <laughs> sudden Death. Oh, Sudden Death. <laughs> Yeah, you remember the pairing with Natasha Henstridge that oh, it was uh, right. clamoring Natasha. for? Oh, yes. What, so if Natasha Henstridge in it w- was in it, then that means it came out in 97, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I do remember. So that's all the Natasha Henstridge we're getting? That's all that I That's okay. all you're getting. <laughs> no, I was just going to bring up the, the bit we did about uh, the three-word Steven Seagal movie. Oh, yeah. Three-word title. That's Hard right. yeah. to kill. Hard to kill. Above the law. Out on, for justice. Out for justice. On deadly ground. <laughs> Under Siege through that whole thing. Under Siege. And it was his best it one. Yeah, so exactly. I guess that... Uh, yeah, he could have done Under the Siege, and it could have been it. a Disney musical. With <laughs> He went back to... I forget, but he... He, he did go back to... He did like 12 other bad movies. Under the Siege. What was the one where... Under the Sea. That's fine. Under the Siege. Under the Siege. Yeah. I'm Under Siege. Oh, God, if I could just improvise like Wayne Brady right now. I'm Under Siege. Okay. We'd have a show. Under the sea. Don't break your face. (laughs) And you're a friendly little crab. That's awesome. Friendly little crab and timely Jones. Well, so that I think that sums up the hangover part three. Yeah, Uh, part three. You're lame to to give up your premise. You should keep that. Like, what if after one Twilight Zone, they're like, all right, Rod Serling showing up and saying you're in the Twilight Zone, that's a little hacky now. Like, let's just make leave it to Beaver. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> because well, people make, are getting tired yeah. of the twilight zone and that people are in the twilight zone and well i think that's the great test now we'll see if it works for them yeah. or if they you know uh if they're know, doing it for the money they pull, is that what you were about to say i was gonna say if they pulled a mat about you and had a baby just to see if that would work uh, <laughs> but real quick like back to show. justin bartha um he's he, he's never even made the poster have you noticed that if you look at <gasps> all the he oh, is not even on not fair. And I just heard Ed Helms on Conan the other night or somebody talking about what a life-changing experience the Hangover franchise has <laughs> oh, been. And I just couldn't wow. help but think I'm Justin Bartha's he back somewhere. He never shows up just, in anything else? Uh-uh. No. 
He's got another twelve minutes of acting work ahead of him here. <laughs> Although, I mean, he's, he's got to be, be on set. Residuals. For two days. I would be okay with his career. Yeah, I'd take his residuals. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. All right. Funny. All right. Well, well next movie. No posters for you. It is the fourth Friday of the month, and that means The Rock is contractually obligated to star in yet another motion picture. Just when you thought the titles of the Fast and Furious movies were getting smaller, here comes Six Fast, Six Furious, or wait, what is it? It's uh, the Fast and Furious Six. Nice. This is the song from. Uh, I, I really hope this song's in the movie, but I don't think it, it should be. I wish. What is it? Hardcastle McCormick. What is that? The greatest show ever. All right. I could really go for watching Hardcastle McCormick. You guys. Right now. Like, that'd go down pretty well, wouldn't it? Oh, that's an easy. <laughs> I have never easy. seen this. Like a lemonade, man. Yeah. Yeah. Smooth yeah. oh, nice. and rich. Enjoyable. I just want to, like, spend the next year giving discs from sets of Hardcastle McCormick to friends with birthdays. Do not cut that out oh, before God. we get to the end, Paul. Oh. It's another minute. Oh, uh, well, no, we can't have, take another minute. I have minute plenty of that. to say. All right, let's get on to right. talking about it. the movie. Go ahead. All right. It's that time of year when we green light the next Fast and the Furious movie. And every green light means a new one is in theaters. That's right. The latest movie to bear the title Fast and Furious is Fast and Furious 6. The sequel to, uh, let's see here. Oh, Fast Five. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was the sequel to Fast 4. No, the fourth movie was called Fast and Furious. It's a terrible name for a sequel. No numbers or colons? Oh, you're thinking of Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. What's on second? I don't know. Too, too, too Fast, Too, too Furious. furious. Uh, <laughs> all right, here's, here's uh, the deal. Bring humor. Oh. Well rehearsed, by the way. Thank you. Wait, last 10 seconds. Oh, yeah. A whammy bar gets you excited? I I love when shows begin with a minute and a half every week (laughs) of the same montage. That's a long intro. Greatest American Hero. You can't get people to sit for a minute and a half of a YouTube video now. Now you can't even get them to say the name of it. It just goes. Yeah, yeah. 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 If Hardcastle McCormick were on now, I'd be like, "Yeah, bam, Hardcastle." We'll be (laughs) back. They They never mentioned the title. No time. No, they never mentioned the title. Friends in the opening of Friends. However, it was a long they did song. Have a, they have a song, yeah. That's an actual song. song. Yeah. All right, well, uh, let's get to the plot of Fast and Furious because Please. everyone's dying for that. <laughs> yes, I have a I seat, so take your time. I asking, what is it about? What's that plot? A former British Special Forces agent, <laughs> don't laugh, has apparently <laughs> gone rogue and destroyed rogue. a Russian military convoy. And so the Diplomatic Secret Service, no laughing, <laughs> it's a real a, thing. These it's are a, a lot real of thing. We words. looked it up. Okay. Wait, but the for Diplomatic f- Secret Service is a real thing? They're they, they charged with bringing those responsible to justice. Now, this might sound like the sort of thing that would make the government call in the Green Berets or mm-hmm. some Black Ops Special Forces or SEAL Team 6, but sure. no. No. The only people capable of solving this crime are a half dozen guys with really bitchin' Honda Civics and souped-up Subarus. <laughs> hey, for those of you waiting for a movie that's not based on a book, here it is! This movie was written by Chris Morgan. Yes, this movie was written. Ooh. You could have fooled me. This movie represents a not-so-new genre in movie making that we like to call action porn. <laughs> because explosion porn seemed a little redundant. Yes. And this looks like the double penetration of action porn. Lonely, yes. naughty, nurse milfs on spring break action porn. I've seen that, by the way. I'm sure you I've have. You probably have the whole set. The movie poster Box shows set. the cast members standing next to a parked car. I mean, has the run-out-of-gas metaphor ever been more on display? (laughs) 
<laughs> that is a joke. I'm but, making a box set joke. That's a joke. I'm sorry. The, believe it or not, sorry. the franchise has actually just hit its stride. So please don't complain about there being another Fast and Furious movie. Fast Five was the best one yet. I'll take another. And remember, the people oh. were thrilled to 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 have Skyfall uh, to guide Skyfall to a billion dollar worldwide gross, and that's the twenty third film in that franchise. Oh. Uh, okay. oh well, what does that mean? Is an ambulance on the way? I know, right? It's time for Vin Diesel Jokes. Well, Vin Diesel is back. Why? Because The Rock can't be in every movie. Oh, wait. The Rock is in this movie. Okay. I stand corrected. (laughs) (laughs) Movie fans, prepare for one more round of the Tooth Fairy squaring off with the pacifier, just as you requested. Vin Diesel has been coaxed back onto the big screen by the payday of another Fast and the Furious movie, after having been coaxed off the big screen by every other movie with him in it. Oh. Diesel and The Rock are joined in this bicepathon by Tyrese Gibson. Really? No room for Jonah Hill in this cast? <laughs> Vin Diesel and The Rock are together on the big screen, proving for proving once and for all that it just doesn't matter which one of these action stars is in your movie, as long as it's The Rock. <laughs> There will be a lot of growling and acting from under furrowed brows, and if you have an iPhone, you can download an app that will translate what Vin Diesel is saying. Ooh. There you go. Wow. So we also, we're helpful, too. You know, what was so exciting about that is uh, we had very little time to look at the script before this all happened, and all of a sudden you guys all seemed to know that something was coming, so I'm furiously looking at my script going, what, what, what? And you're all like, Vin Diesel jokes, and oh. then... Oh, I picked up on that just now. Did I didn't realize that was... I just like a bit. I missed it. I went... Okay. I may have not... A... Well, there's some well, we didn't do if you want to look... Uh, there's, are there? Uh, uh, I, I yeah. want to do one. Uh... For those of you late to the game, the original The Fast and The Furious kind of introduced the world to Vin Diesel, a talent I'm certain would have his fame card checked at the border of the 21st century. <laughs> no wonder that one wasn't used. What? Oh, I like the ding, because I feel like we're at a deli telling I, Vin I Diesel jokes. Think, I didn't think we were keeping score tonight. I'm Apparently sorry. Apparently we're losing. Yeah. Vin Diesel and The Rock, like a before and after picture of how to be a Hollywood action hero. <laughs> <laughs> these were a little harsh, so I didn't include them. No, in the no, main these thing. Are I think good. I wrote that one. I think I That's wrote that funny. one. Before and after one, yeah. All yeah right. This one, too. Vin Diesel and The Rock. <laughs> wow, not since Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jesse the Body Ventura teamed up in Predator has there been just an obvious imbalance of physique and charm. <laughs> Well, that's more true Ding. than funny, really. That's more just... Oh, you know, my God. That's educational. Point this is all educational. Yeah. yeah, that's all this is, really. We're not oh. here to joke. We're here to educate, To educate. Of if we happen to entertain, all the better. But what we really <laughs> want... Product, if, really. Some, if you get some on you... <laughs> <laughs> A residual entertainment, well, then that's all that Adam, matters. Adam, I think you put this well when you said, if you don't like nonsense, then you're going to movies in the wrong month. Absolutely. I love yeah. how much nonsense... I mean, look at this movie. There's such a bunch of nonsense, but it's great nonsense. I mean, yeah, they got to get... They gotta get souped up Hondas to like solve a crime, <laughs> and then of course the the greatest thing in that trailer is like there's a, a plane chasing a car along a runway, and then a car you know just ejaculates out the nose of the plane. It's just boom. <laughs> Be more <laughs> macho. It, it came a Civic. It, it, it came. It came. Did a Dodge. Oh and my God. That was so macho. What a macho move. But yeah, I got oh no time for God. movies with no nonsense in them. 
<laughs> at this time of year, and I just saw Gatsby. There's no nonsense in that. Oh, you did? Oh. That was what I saw instead of Star Trek. I can't oh, believe it. Which is why it. I will have to leave. Wait, hey, Star Trek was sold out everywhere. All right, that's because it's probably better than Guess Gatsby. Guess what wasn't sold you gotta, out? You gotta get Gatsby. Gatsby. Just got to get out of town Guess a little bit. We went to Pasadena. Yeah. We got into Star Trek. Yeah. Out of town, Pasadena. Pasadena, we went way out of town. <laughs> Apparently Hollywood was sold out. So. It was. Yeah. But Gatsby turned out not to be so great, right? Yeah, are we into what we saw this week? Because uh, <laughs> really, I didn't want to put any time aside for Gatsby. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, I'll sum up Gatsby very, very quickly. So, like the Baz Luhrmann part is like the beginning where it's like, look at we're in the twenties, but we got hip hop and can can girls and all this like great three D stuff, and then it just it for the last like hour and a half, it's like. Uh, you know, oh, I'm in love with the the girl, and uh, but the girl doesn't want uh, wants Gatsby kind of and back and forth, and then all of a sudden her husband will just like throw a bunch of drinks off a tray, and then they'll go <laughs> to another room, and they'll go <laughs> to another room and be like, ah, I'm in love with you, ah, Gatsby can't have everything, but he can't have the ah, and then he shoves everything off the table in that room, and then they go into another. You know, room. have That's you ever been in a scene? I've always wanted to do that as an actor, get to be the person that gets to just tear shit up. No, that'd be great. That'd be fun. <laughs> Yeah, clear a table with yeah. your arms would just be the like right now. Release. This was all like a set, and I had to just get pissed and knock everything on the ground. You know, oh, that'd be so cool. That'd make a great therapy, and you call it yeah. "fuck this shit" therapy. And it's, yes, and it's the table, and it's you cover it with just stuff that people can break and stuff. Yeah, and they all get to upend the table and go "fuck this that, shit." That would be so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, that would be, and you know, it would be cool if it was stuff that used to be um, expensive, doctor. like. Old computers and stuff that aren't good anymore, but you know not to drop a <laughs> so computer. So they know, yeah. You, you get but to upend to... that table. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, the last thing I will say about the uh, great, the uh, OK Gatsby uh, <laughs> <laughs> was that uh, what a boring book to make a big 3D movie. I mean, what a boring 3D. book. 3D. Well, now here is the thing. Well, I'm... when he throws that tray of <laughs> things, it comes he, he just... right at you. <laughs> <Decanters>. <laughs> when he clears the dishes. Yeah. <laughs> Flying <laughs> Canters. Doilies everywhere. Doilies live in your lap. Salad Whoa. forks. <laughs> Luxuries. That's amazing. Uh, is that I've always said I wish every movie were made in 3D, and the greatest 3D conversion would be Citizen Kane because it is famous for all its long depth photography. I mean, that would make a great 3D movie. And guy smashing the shit out of a room. And a guy smashes the shit out of a room at the end. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Combining all everything. We everything. Like there. Uh, is that during the very boring uh, last hour and a half of this movie? At least it was in 3D. I mean, I actually was uh, like, you know, this is it. Bo- exactly. It's like if ordinary people were in 3D. I mean, I just watched the shit out of that. I mean, it'd be fine. I could just sit and watch <laughs> all of ordinary people, and I'd be fine. With that. I just thought you meant ordinary people. I'm like, we kind of are. <laughs> we kind of are. <laughs> I'm just saying, we are both ordinary and in 3D. Yeah. So. Sorry, sorry for that diversion. That no, that helped. I don't. Well, I had a couple sucked. of other notes here that we didn't Uh-oh. address concerning Fast and Furious Six. Uh, Vin Diesel's name. Oh yeah. Oh, right, yeah. his his real name. That is no? the dumbest Not his stage real name. name. So if you're coming up with Diesel. a name, Diesel. Vin. 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 Diesel. So what it, a 99 star! I cannot believe he's. <laughs> he made that happen himself too. He, he just, self-promoted the he crap did. out of it. Yeah, he yeah, he's he a perfect did. And he example. Named himself Vin Diesel. And he yep. literally just walked around and said, "I'm going to be huge. I'm going to be huge. I'm going to be huge." And yep. until yeah. people are like, "Fine, you're going to be huge," you just stop saying it. Yeah. And His real name, Erwin Fimmelbach. 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 But wasn't it Zap Propane? Well, that was... was the, that that was, was go one. The alternate <laughs> names he was going with. Yes. Yeah, we have here a list. Kip Kerosene. Kip Kerosene. Yes. 
<laughs> what other what other names did he uh, did he cross that one off? What Todd else? unleaded. <laughs> Todd Unleaded. You know what? That's uh, that's a great name for like a fighter or Todd something. Unleaded. Todd, Todd Unleaded. Todd Unleaded. Good and wrestler a, name. And of yeah. course, a Thelonious Natural Gas. He's not even really trying there with that one. <laughs> and for, for short, you can just call him Teddy Natural You know, gas. now that I've yeah. heard those. T-Gas. We call him T-Gas. T-Gas. Hey, Better time. Hey, I'm thinking Vin Diesel was the way to go. I think I think he made a good Vin decision. V- yeah, Turns out that was the smart VD. Yeah. VD. We can call him VD. And from now on, we should call him yeah. VD. I had VD for a while. Nobody paid attention. <laughs> so I it didn't go decided. over so big. Couldn't get anyone to return my calls. Hey, it's VD calling. Hey, it's VD calling. <laughs> It was it was so frustrating because it wasn't painful and I had no idea I had it. But VD calls every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of our uh, yes. the star of the Fast and Furious franchise, <laughs> yes, uh, it's time to play another one of the radio's favorite game shows. Wait, wait. What did he say? (laughs) I'm your host, Paul Preston, here for another fun-filled round of garble guessing and mumble decoding. If you remember last time on Wait, Wait, What Did He Say? We figured out what Clint Eastwood was saying. Now we're focusing on that bald block of fast and furious granite, Vin Diesel, as we play Wait, Wait, What Did He Say? Vin Diesel edition! Let's meet our contestants, shall we? First up, we have Lee from Burbank, California. Lee, it says here you have a very interesting hobby. Yes. And Karen, you have a fascinating story about meeting someone famous. Yes. And lastly, Adam, it says here that you have an extensive improvisation training. No. Let's get to the game. <laughs> now, Lee, I'm going to play you three audio clips, okay? And you tell me which one is Vin Diesel. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. So. Here we go. Here, here come your three audio clips. I have to guess which one is Vin. Yes, please. Okay. <laughs> That's the deal. Take it or leave it. Uh, can, you, can you play the first one again? Sure, sure I can. That's that's Vin Diesel. That's, that's I'm gonna, Vin Diesel. I'm gonna go with Vin Diesel is the first one. Yes, that's him. Oh, I'm sorry. That is oh. incorrect. That, oh. was the, that was the motor of a chainsaw, not actor Vin oh. Diesel. Oh. I'm sorry, oh, Lee. Uh, no points for you. I don't want to. I don't want to shift blame, but I think the headphones are. It a little, could be the headphones. Yeah, yeah. a little off. All right. <laughs> that's Vin Diesel. You <laughs> just played him again, right? That's him doing a monologue. All right. Let's move on to uh, Karen. In the park. Yes, I'm now, ready. Karen, which one of yeah. these clips is Vin? Diesel. Okay, I'll listen real close. Was it hiding? Or there is no being only I definitely know the third one is not Vin Diesel. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, so I'm going to guess because I'm not sure, and uh, I think it's the first one. This I'm- one. Yeah, that's like him really getting mad. <laughs> right? Well, I'm sorry. No? Nope. Uh, that first clip was, in fact, a rock slide. Oh. <laughs> a number of boulders falling at a great height and cracking into pieces on so the So wait, ground. that was actually Rocky? It was not Vin Diesel saying lines from a that script. That was The Rock speaking then. No. Is that what you're saying? No. You were wrong. Sorry, that was it incorrect. Was ro- it was The Rock's. 
It was oh, the, the rocks. <laughs> We're okay. gonna try this one more time with um, Adam. Okay. Come on, Adam. Now, which one Adam, of these? This is a lot harder than it sounds. Yeah, hey, listen I, closely. I, be with you. I uh, yeah, I, I think. Okay, go ahead. Which one of these clips okay. is Vin Diesel? Uh, no, it's, or this one? Right. Give him a reason to stay. Or this mm. one? <laughs> that one is Vin. Yeah, I'm going to go with the last one. This one? Yeah. Is Vin Diesel, actor Vin Diesel, saying lines in a film? Yeah. Softly. No, it's that. It's like a, it's like a love scene. That's correct! Hey! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh and that's God. the first time we've had a winner on this show. Congratulations. So let's see if the streak continues next week when we play, wait, wait, what did he say? <laughs> Nick Nolte edition. <laughs> everybody Yay. congratulations adam that was a well done i think adam had a chance to cheat he got used to what vin diesel sounded like yeah that's uh yeah he had a he had an ear for it by the time right he by got the time to we got to that, that segment puts the show in showcast <laughs> <laughs> i mean you get you get to play a song like that you're doing a show right yeah, that's a show. Again. look I, maybe i'm doing a show right now maybe i'm not and then doing what a am show. i doing and there's no, fake applause in it and everything yeah we should have more canned applause in our show. I like that. Yeah. I do like it too. It's the very Batley exciting. The Townswomen's Guild. Oh, but we have another movie to get to because oh. it's Memorial Day weekend. They pile on the films. Yes, they so, do. Uh, let's see. Next up is the long-awaited prequel to Epic Fail. Ah, the jokes oh, write themselves. Here man. comes. I wish they did, but they don't. <laughs> they don't, sadly. <laughs> Epic. Now, this is an odd choice for a subliminal movie title. Might as well call it, This is Gonna Be Great. Look, you don't get to call your movie epic. That's like calling your movie Best Picture Winner. I get to decide whether or not your movie is epic. And it's not. It's a cartoon. <laughs> Look, if Hollywood is going to start choosing titles based on what they expect the audience will think about their movie, then get ready for such films as Hope You Won't Notice It's Not Johnny Depp in the Lead, and You Like Die Hard, Right? And of course, come on, at least the theater is air-conditioned. <laughs> I love that one. That was a, that's a big hit every summer. <laughs> this is the best-looking voice cast ever. So let's play a quick round of Who's the Rapper? Is it Josh Hutchinson, Amanda Seyfried, or Pitbull? <laughs> he, thinks, he thinks Pitbull. All right, think, take a moment, though. <laughs> well, she's not a rapper, but also worth noting is that Beyonce is also in this film, and I believe they've even auto-tuned her speaking voice. Sometimes the connections aren't clear, but they're always there. Hmm. Why would you do that? That's crazy. Well, maybe crazy. she's supposed to be mystical, or oh, maybe yeah. they well, she is mystical. Working around to saying the lines right. I don't know how you auto tune a speaking voice. Right? Well, you I know, when we were growing up, the the rumor behind Kiss is that that their parents didn't even know what they look like because of the makeup. I heard that's true about Beyonce's mom and dad. They don't know what she sounds like because no of <laughs> because of the auto tune. Nobody knows what a real voice like. <laughs> Back to Bless Epic. You. Please. This is a movie based on the book The Leaf Men and the Brave Good Bugs. No. Yes. This is the story of a Shut little up. girl who is magically shrunk to the size of a bug, and where, in the woods behind her long estranged father's house, she discovers a world of miniature warriors known as the Leaf Men, who live to protect the forest from the evil Boggins and their leader, Mandrake. This is why I did not read as a kid. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Couldn't throw a hobbit into that plot description. Sorry. <laughs> IMDB.com describes the plot like this. A teenager finds herself transported to a deep forest setting where a battle between the forces of good and the forces of evil is taking place. 
That's just the most perfect teenage drama queen excuse. <laughs> God, Mom, it's not my fault I find myself transported to a deep fortress setting where good's battling evil. It happens, okay? I'm not saying it is, but it, that's how it could be for at least 90 minutes. <laughs> also, according to IMDb, she bands together with a ragtag group of characters. Ragtag. Now, ragtag, exactly, is, uh, as we all know, comes from the 1940s. Right. So I look forward to Pitbull saying, gee whiz, fellas. Wow! Also starts Colin Farrell for what it's worth. That's worth a lot. Who I like. I like his rap. Colin Farrell's rapper. He's a rapper, right? Uh, no. I thought you were being euphemistic about liking the sound of his voice. Hey, I like his rap. He's got a good rap. Well, yeah, that goes with the 1940. I like his rap. Hey, governor. I like the cut of his jib. Paper? Yeah. No, this movie does look horrible, though, right? the cut of his jib? I can't tell if this movie tell. looks horrible. It looks like a Get well-made shot. movie that uh, it's not aimed at me at all. I don't know. It, well, it's kind of programming, right? Yeah, well, totally. I mean, obviously, you can't take the kids to Fast and Furious 6 or Hangover 3. Yes. You know what? Maybe this is because since it's this weekend, and we all know that this weekend is Memorial Day weekend, and the parents want to go out and get drunk, so you have to take the kids to their grandparents' house. The grandparents are going to take them to this movie. That's why this movie. You exists. should run a movie studio. That's some logic there, Karen. Now, now never. Yeah. Ha- we we keep you. saying that That's the summer the summer starts earlier and earlier, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, we've had a couple of movies. Obviously, Star Trek's in theaters, stuff like that. So it, now, when it gets down to the actual Memorial Day weekend, I mean, we saw a graduation on the way here tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, they're a- actual that that these are the three movies that come out yeah. two rated r movies and and uh and a little kids or at least pg-13 i guess they're, yeah pg-13 i believe i guess well, hey, hangovers are hangovers are is it our okay oh, yeah, all of them have i was gonna say yeah, yeah. they kill animals all over <gasps> the place. do you think the naked uh, guy's gonna jump out of the trunk that's my favorite part i love that part he's naked in every other movie. i love that part of this one chang oh i love Young. him in community yeah. doctor it's it's chow Chow. God. He's Chang on Chang, Community, Chow, isn't yeah, he? Played by Ken Jeong. Jeong. Oh, he's so good. I always thought that was cut. Well. <clears throat> yeah, that's what it an appropriate a, thing you're going to well, say. Like the first time I saw it. Here it comes. We need to get a, a drop for <laughs> no, that. Here I, it comes. Actually, what I think I should say is that yes. the first time I realized how silly it is for Tom Hanks to play a guy named George Smith is when I saw a Japanese movie, and they all had Japanese names for their Japanese names. And I'm like, well, that doesn't make any sense to me, because you could have just used your regular Japanese name, and I wouldn't have known, you know? Says the American. But, but why would that... But why is, why then Julia Roberts not just play Julia Roberts in all her That's movies? That's what I'm saying, is that now, well, I, I, now I realize how silly it is to have Tom Hanks cast as somebody Yeah, who's, they must... I mean, over there, they read our credits, and they're like, oh, why name the character... Why name Forrest Julia Gump. Roberts? Yeah, exactly. why name the character Forrest Gump Tom yeah. Hanks is what yeah. <laughs> because it's a story about someone else. It doesn't matter their ethnicity. Yeah. Why name that character Patton? What? <laughs> ah, just you name see it. What I, you see my point, though. No. Of course. Cur- yes, of we course. see That's it. That's the first thing I but see. But it's more fun to make fun of it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get on to uh, something that we're going to be bringing back now that we're in the new location here in the Admirals Club. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Out of the uh, studio and into the studio here in the Admirals <laughs> Club. Uh, we want to make sure that we continue to get to the birthday segment, Karen's big birthday segment. Yes. So let's not waste any time. <laughs> the return of the. Yes. 
Yes. Birthday. The return of the birthday segment. Karen, Karen. Yes. Take your time. I can take my time because there's no time. other shows right behind us. Yeah, kind of a luxury. The birthday greetings begin with the one name wonder herself, Cher, who turns 67 but can play anywhere from Italian-American to Jewish. Cher burst on the scene as the living half of the duo Sonny and Cher, and we can now blame her for auto-tuning the news. Do you believe... See, if we had an auto-tune, you would sound perfect. That would sound like Cher. Awesome. <laughs> Next up, blowing out the candles, is John C. Riley, who turns 47. Only ah. 47. Ah, I'm Dr. Steve Brule. <laughs> <laughs> but he can play anywhere from live-action put-upon-lump to animated put-upon-lump. John C. Riley made a big impact on this, the scene when he, he burst on the scene in Boogie Nights, and he bared it all. Okay, I don't know if he bared it all, but... That would have been awesome. Have you not seen Boogie Nights? I did, but he I can't remember. Anything, I don't think he, he? showed no. us his penis. And I really. Shirtless. Shirtless. But he should have showed us his penis. You're attracted to John C. Riley? I do find him kind of cute. Huh? I know, that's weird. For your health. But isn't that your policy for most men? You they should have shown me with their penis. <laughs> just picky, picky, picky. I'm just saying. Also celebrating birthday, talking about penises, is Sir Ian McKellen. Who turns 73, but also can play anywhere <laughs> from serious Shakespearean actor to an actor who can still nail that coveted 18 to 35 demographic. And just on a personal note, Sir Ian McKellen is my favorite hobbit. He's, he's not, not a hobbit. He's not a hobbit. He's a wizard. That's too bad. Heard he has lastly, a big penis, though. I heard he has a big staff. And also, lastly, celebrating birthday is Helen Bottom Carter, who turns 46, but can play anywhere from Tim Burton to Edward Scissorhands. A little he trivia. did marry Edward Scissorhands. He did. Didn't Tim Mar- Burton. And she it's, does look like him. Uh, he, conjured well, her, he conjured him and married and him. And married him. Seriously, <laughs> Tim Burton created him like Vincent Price. They're never in the same place at the same time. I think they're the same person, Helen Bottom Carter and... Well, and ugly him, sex yeah. they must have. Though. Oh, I know it's all, <laughs> and you know it's sweaty. And Fight you know, club sex. Their hair just uh, sticks to them. Uh, and lastly, I just want to say a little artist sex, the smelliest sex of all. Oh, I'm oh. afraid it's smelly. I'm a little afraid. Uh, also, I just want to tell you that she's one of the only actresses in Hollywood who does not own a hairbrush. <laughs> Huh? And those are the birthdays for this week. And my birthday was also on Sunday, so happy oh, birthday to me. Happy birthday That's to right. Karen. Turn up the music. That's no, okay. We should hey. Fine. Happy birthday. Oh, they're singing. To Can you auto tune it? Happy birthday. All right, folks, we will be coming back with our interview with Trekker Chip Krolik right after this. Nothing. There'll be nothing. I say right after this. Oh, let's do our. Let's, let's go to an ad. Yeah, yeah. Let's go to an Let's ad for somebody a, that an shouldn't. ad that they can pay us to stop doing, right? right? Adam's, Adam's theory. The, those Snyder, grab those. Yeah. Yeah, there yeah, we go. We'll advertise this. Okay, this is the. All right. All right. So this. So the idea. If you didn't listen to our test show, the idea is that. Oh, this is a test show. Okay, this is a test, <laughs> test show. show number two. You know. Number three. Uh, uh, the idea is since we don't have sponsors, we're going to sponsor products until they pay us to stop. So, <laughs> Snyder's pretzels. When you want to lure kids into your van, <laughs> choose Snyder's. Just send that check, Snyder's, and we'll stop. Snyder's phallic pretzel rods of Hanover. Suck on these. They were uh, featured in Boogie Nights, too. We'll be back, but we won't really go away. Ladies and gentlemen, the Movie Showcast is proud to bring in our first guest to the show. 
We need to talk about Star Trek Into Darkness, which was a big hit last weekend. It opened to 70 to $80 million, somewhere in there, and uh, close to $200 million worldwide gross. So we need to bring in an expert, a true trekker. I want to time this out to the... Uh, to the, the, the sexy part. Doing Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, Chip Krolick. Thank you very much. Woo! I just want to make one quick comment about yes. the uh, box office that it's pulled in so far. I had no idea there were that many nerds in the world. Do oh, oh, right out of the gate, this guy. Zing. What a pain take, in the ass. Take that, Chip. He's in charge of that. Uh, we don't do that. This may guy. you live long and prosper anyway. See, oh, well, that is the Roddenberry approach. Turn uh, around and hit you with some peace. Do you want to hug it out, Chip? Even, I'm sorry, man. I'm even sorry. in the midst of your warlike uh, Klingon ways. <laughs> I know. All he needs is that big vein up his head, and he's all set. I've, yeah, I kind of already have the protruding brow anyway. Kind of a, kind of a, Who's the Worfy guy with the big ears? Is that his I name? It's Worf. It's Worf. <laughs> it's Worf. Yes, he's full Klingon. Yes, yeah. Full Klingon, dude. Full Klingon. I'm a sleeper fan, Chip. I don't want to admit that I've seen it and like it. It was really cool. Oh, I just like the, like the movie Sleepers. Seven, eight, nine. She's really hot. Lee, so. Lee I, I want this to be a venue for you, yes. if you want to, to come out. As a Trek fan. Is this a, this a safe go. room for me? Yeah, it's, it's kind of an intervention at this well, point. We in the Trek nest? Is yes. That where we are? That's right. Okay. Now, We've brought a professional. Actually, yes. Let's go chronologically before Uh-oh. we talk to Chip real quick. Now, Lee, you went to see the original. Uh, well, let's the bring original. in a guest and ignore it for the first <laughs> 10 minutes. Hang you, on, Jess. We'll get to you in a second. <laughs> we have you sitting there, but whatever. Now, you you saw the first 2009 J.J. Abrams directed Star Trek film for the uh, first time. Yes, I recently saw what I have come to dub Lens Flare Theater <laughs> um, by J.J. Abrams. And I enjoyed it enough, uh, but honestly, the lens flare was ridiculous. There, there was lens flare. He walks into a lobby, into a bar, he anything, it's lens flare. But I thought the, the pl- plot was a little convoluted. I had a hard time understanding. Now, what was interesting about it is I saw it with people who were convinced or tried to convince me that I needed to know nothing about the mythology or the history or anything <laughs> else about Star Trek that I could start here with this movie and I could you know reset my, my interest with this. But halfway through it, I'm confused, and so they lean in and go, well, okay, he's from the original series, and then he came back in time, and then <laughs> on the other show, this is what he played, and now that's why he's in this parallel universe. Anytime, oh, right. anytime you mess up, anytime you mess with time travel, you mess up your movie. You can't do it perfect. You have to just go into the movie knowing, all right, you can't do it perfect. I also and think I guess you, that gives it a pass, but you you got to still kind of do it best you can. As a viewer, you also have to let yourself go from keeping track of the details of the time travel because that will make you crazy. Yes. Because otherwise you're just sitting there doing checks and balances the whole time trying to look at it uh, from a different point of view, not enjoying the movie, but trying to figure out if they messed up. And yes. that's the great line in Loopers where they're having that. Yeah, exactly. Well, look, we can do drawing on napkins and straws until our heads explode. But yeah. the, the point I'm trying to make is that I, I really love that part of that movie, by the way. Just let yeah. it go for a second. Let's let have it go. some fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get on with the Bruce Willis lookalike contest. <laughs> and no, but what I what I found frustrating was that they insisted I didn't need to know anything about anything. I could start here, except mm. for the fact that you need to know this guy came from over there. And that's well, you're just you hanging out with annoying right, people. Right. It's nothing to do with the movie. Your friends are just lame. That's all that is. So, okay. so now that I've cleared that let's up, let's bring out to a non lame yes. friend, our good friend Chip, who knows. Everything. When did he there get is here? to know about wow. Star Trek? Everything. Wow. Now, yeah, what, what, he even gave me this lovely dress to wear. In the first yes. film, Chip. <laughs> yes, that is. <laughs> Thank <lovely>. you. <laughs> there it is. You get that? Yeah. Uh, the the 2009 Star Trek. Yes. They blew, they blew up Vulcan. All that. Yes. Were you aghast at the uh, 
at the throwing plot lines in the face of the mythology, or did you find it refreshing to try some new routes? Well, you know, when I, that was my first fear when I saw that movie, is that I had heard it was a prequel, and I thought, oh my goodness, how can you prequel the mythology of the original series and not tick off uh, original Trek fans like myself? Thousands Hardcores. of people. How many are there? The millions. Oh, there's millions. 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 It's all over the world. It is. Yeah. It's really a worldwide phenomenon. I mean, there will be conventions in London and in Germany and in Japan and some of the oddest places that you would ever believe you'd find Trek fans. Uh, so they make another Saw movie, no big deal. You make a Star oh, Trek I mean, movie, you're matters. answering to millions yeah. and millions well, of people. Well, and here's a bit of Star Trek trivia that I don't know if many people know about. That's but why you're that's here. That's why you're here. <laughs> All right, the, good. The current king... Pardon me, pardon of, me, Chip. I'm is, guessing that's a phrase you say a lot. <laughs> here's a little something you here's might not know. Here's a little most people here don't you know you about go. Star Trek. <laughs> the current king of Jordan, when he was prince of Jordan, was on an episode of Voyager. He is a huge Star Trek fan. And, and, hold on to your Trek fan seats. Yes, I'm ready. He is building a Star Trek resort <gasps> on the Red Sea. You should totally go to that. I'm totally going to. Do you have to, to wear a burqa? Wait a minute. No, 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 no. This is Jordan. Jordan but if he's building going. it on oh, okay. the Red Sea, doesn't that mean everybody dies? Zing! What? Oh! Look at, oh. Hey. Look what he did. Huh? <laughs> wow. But he good. is building a resort. Yeah. It's scheduled, I believe, to open in 2015, 2016. Oh, we can start saving up our exactly. frequent flyer miles there now. There you go. There you go. That sounds like fun. They used to have something like that in Vegas, and then I think that went under. Yes, it That did. was fun. No, it was a blast. That was the greatest. No, it was you're, great. You're thinking of the Beverly Hillbillies. No, what no, are you no, talking no. about? You did... No, it was at the, the Vegas Hilton. And yeah. Yes. yes, it was. Yes, it, was. it was awesome. It's what made the Vegas Hilton... Worth going to see. I clearly yes. know way more than I'm letting on. To. Oh, I yeah. guess so. Now they have a Cabo Wabo. What do you know there. about Vegas hotels? We finally brought around <laughs> something you know about. <laughs> <laughs> and you're all proud of yourself. <laughs> and you're right, Chip. Not a lot of people know that. Yes. 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 The yes. King yes. of Jordan. And the, the King the of Jordan, Jordan is a huge yeah. Star Trek fan and so you, was on a Voyager episode. You, me, our friend Corrado, and Paul, we all got to go there. That'd be a riot. Oh, I'd love to. I'd go just to get a glimpse of Queen Noor, right? Is that her name? Yeah, from Jordan. Hiding. The Queen of Jordan. Queen of Jordan. Oh. Looker. Oh, you don't so get to go because you I don't like Star Trek. I, so the King of Jordan, when he was on the show, mm -hmm. did he have some prosthetic thing in his forehead and he was an alien? No, nope, he was just a crewman. He was in the background. He was talking to Neelix in a in a corridor as Chitote, Chakotay turns around the corner and meets him, and they start talking down the hall. And he had lines or just an extra? No, nope, he was just an extra. Yes, he wow. wanted to be on the show so bad because he was a, a big fan, you know, and he was the Prince of Jordan at the time, and they gave him a, a, a they gave him a spot. If I were him, I'd want to be one of the guys in the red shirts that gets killed. Wouldn't that be fun? Well, this was Voyager. This oh, they don't do that? The, no, not that? See, I don't know. Well, how embarrassing, Karen. <laughs> yeah, I'm really, horribly embarrassed. Well, who oh. do they kill in Voyager? Oh, anyone. Everyone's up oh, for grabs. Oh, good. So they could have killed him anyway. <laughs> That's right. Excellent. Even I knew the red shirts died. That's why I made the joke about the Red Sea. Jesus. I know, but I thought, oh. Uh, I'm embarrassed. You know what's also kind of interesting? Even the King of Jordan can't get lions in a TV show. <laughs> Welcome to Hollywood. No kidding. All right. Just saying. Let's get on to Into Darkness. Turns out he was a must join. Uh, <laughs> right? You may have noticed Adam is not here because no. he did not see Into Darkness and he doesn't want spoilers. Mm -mm. So, so we uh, can't give spoilers either. Well, we don't normally give away a whole lot of spoilers mm -hmm. anyway. We'll, we'll talk about movies in terms of what the trailers will show you and we'll give you our thoughts. But um, I want to go a little deep though and think about how, Chip, do you think Into Darkness handled the mythology of Star Trek? Did it veer off course? Did they do things that, that 
that changed up the, the, the plan a bit that you enjoyed, or what do you think? Um, well, I, I had read some of the previews for Into Darkness on StarTrek.com, for example. Before other you saw it? Before I saw it. Oh I wanted to get gosh. some. And I all saw right. the trailers. Okay. Um, and uh, so I was all like, oh, this is going to be new, different. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen. So I went in with that idea, and uh, they surprised me as to who the villain is. I'm not going to give any... But the villain's a surprise. Bobo Fett, sorry. Ah, uh, away. That word's anathema, remember. Anathema. Yes. <laughs> um, Look it up at home, kids. Yeah, I have no idea what that means. Sounds like he has a lisp. Um, and they did a very good job of moving forward the storyline in a way that I wasn't expecting. And they did it very well. And they got in other elements of Star Trek that I didn't expect. It was like, whoa, that's neat. So was your overall impression of the movie favorable? Oh, very much so. God, I've seen I've it twice so many already. people hate... Now, for the record, I have not seen it, but the reason I am included on this discussion is I just don't care. Because he's grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about spoilers or anything about it. But I actually went online and read all the Wikipedia stuff, watched some uh, trailers. I know everything about the movie. Mm-hmm, and I have mm-hmm. had discussions with people uh, who have seen it who thought it was an abomination. I've had a couple of my friends uh, have a similar reaction, and I think they're crazy. I think they're just absolutely crazy. The The one main worry I did have going into Into Darkness after seeing some of the trailers was that uh, they were compromising the spirit of Star Trek by doing too much action picture, you know. Uh, well, from what, I, from what it looked like for me, it was maybe too much action that was revenge-based, which uh, doesn't seem a whole lot yeah. of... Uh, you know the the utopian way, right, right, right. Yeah. There was a lot of destruction and stuff, and it's like, what, what, where is all this coming from? And it's like, are we pandering to a younger audience? Are we giving up the ideals of Star Trek? Or, you know, because what for me at least, what made Star Trek Star Trek was not only the exploration, but it was also the story and the development of the characters and the social commentary that came with it. To me, that's what made the TV series so good. In addition to that, you also had the. Uh, the the classic Spock McCoy banter and uh, going back and forth in between Kirk and so forth. That's what made Star Trek fun and interesting. It was very human. It was these characters were the better selves of us, but they weren't saints. They weren't perfect. They were something that you could that was grounded that you could believe in. So that's what made it good. And what this the Into Darkness did was continue that that line. Now, do you feel that? Oh, get this! I'm going to use a term. Do you feel that this movie got away a little bit from the Prime Directive? Oh, hold on, Chip. What? Whoa. Who said that? Chip, Chip. <laughs> what? Hold on a sec, Karen. Yeah. What is the Prime Directive? To do no harm. Oh. <laughs> what? Is You're, that what it something is? Something like that? It's close. No, no, that's, close. that's the Hippocratic Oath. Oh. <laughs> These aren't doctors. same di- difference. You're, not, you're supposed to not Bones interfere. Oh, that's, that's right. it. That's more like it. Oh, good. Yeah, all right. Is, it's a non-interference directive. That's what the Prime Directive is all about. Karen, that, that was not ex- an embodiment of the <laughs> Prime Directive. <laughs> that's there a good punched punch lady. Punch <laughs> Yeah. Somebody's in violation. You're a, you're a rogue. <laughs> I'm wearing a red shirt. I'm in big trouble. Oh, 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 oh what? <laughs> yeah, you'll Don't be dead in that corner. You'll you be dead soon corn. enough. <laughs> I thought they at least dealt with that stuff at the yeah. top of the film. You know, Kirk, Kirk's actions got him, yes. caught, caught him hell from Pike. Yep. Yep. You know, yep. And, yep. and they said, you know, they, they didn't just 
show a scene where they went all crazy with the directive, but he broke it and then they were, there were consequences. Did you mm-hmm. like yeah. it, Paul? Mm-hmm. Did I you did. Like it? Yeah. Oh, you did? Okay. I, did. I thought that was a good setup for the rest of the movie, actually, yeah. because it, it, it went back to the idea of the old episodes. Yeah. Idea. I felt and like I was like, watching more like a TV version. Yes, that yes, was cool. yes. Yes, yeah. So I like that part. Can and I bring up the, the, the big sore spot? I'm going to talk around it as much as possible. Okay. But there is, and this is one of the po- points of argument, either a ripoff or an homage that occurs in the second act. And I have actually gone online just for, out of my own amusement and played the two scenes side by side. Oh, uh, I, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And it's towards the end, and it's a spoiler. And I know what you're yes, talking yes, about. yes, 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 yes. I liked it. I thought it was clever to put a twist on it. Was it I but did was too. it clearly yeah, it an like... homage? It it was, yeah. and it was yeah. different at the okay. same time. Okay. Uh, yes, and I thought it was uh, the the one part that was. Uh, it's try- it's like playing that game we know. Where yeah, you got to get no, someone to guess something without you, saying the words. Yeah, I don't uh, want to give it away, but yeah. the 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 one uh, shall we say exclamation of... that uh, the one character makes yeah. that was Which is traditional true. for the other character to make. I thought was very was very nice, nice. way to say just, that. Just there you in, go. yeah, there I was just go. asking in general whether or not that scene was something you found disconcerting because some, some people just thought it was uh, that's atrocious. What the, that's what the sore spot was is that yeah. it was too uh, cheesy to that movie oh. and it was like uh, well, not just you need that, to get new friends used... too both of you new friends when well, it this comes is to a very few amount I forgot of to mention I was watching it with Adam what was he thinking? <laughs> well, that's why he's not here. Kicked him out to the curb. Yeah, because I, I looked at that and I thought that is it was very well done. It was very clever. It was a very interesting twist, and I, I liked it. I, I liked the whole thing. Yeah, a guy like J.J. So Abrams is super smart, and he doesn't make that move like to, I think, to cheat the audience. I think he makes it to be clever and say, look, we've gone in a new direction. We even put a twist right. on this. Yes. And then as soon as that scene's over, they're off to something that's that's a, a huge chase scene mm-hmm. and lots of fun. Mm-hmm. So. Now, I, again, I haven't seen it. Like I said, I know a lot about it. Um, mm-hmm. But was there lens flare? There was. Okay, good. Well, then uh, I, Quite honestly, I don't it. know what that is, but I can gather what it means. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, there, there's some, but not, not as much as the other one, I would say. Uh, that, that's true. Is it? Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. Maybe there was some feedback. I don't know. You know, maybe you just have a problem with flair. Do you not like in that uh, movie about the office space where she has all her flair? Is that... Maybe the movie needed more Rick flares. More Rick flair. More Rick flair. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what she Woo! calls it when she's all the buttons? Isn't that her flair? Yeah, those, she had 15 pieces. She had 15 pieces about, of flair. Office space. office space. Oh, Office Space. Jennifer Aniston. He's not a movie gotcha. guy. I thought He's, you said The Office. Like, what the hell no, Office Space. About? She's got a flair. I, too, speak Karen. Thank you. All right, so <laughs> closing thoughts on uh, on Star Trek and the Dark. I mean, everyone should go but see I it, But I want right? to hear his oh, opinion I, of, love it. Oh, wait, about love 3D. And he saw it in oh, both 3D right. and regular film. I've only seen it in regular. I don't know what that's a called choice, anymore. A choice we made after Iron Man uh, 3. Yeah. We didn't like it in 3D. Too noisy. Well, the first time I saw Too much, it, I saw it in IMAX 3D. I wanted the full visual experience, and it was fantastic. I really liked it that way. I didn't think it was too much. I actually felt I was in the episode itself. How it far really back different. in the theater did you sit? Um, about halfway through, like when you walk in, you know, there's that big aisle. There's that very, very close row and the very, very back row. Uh-huh. And there's that major aisle in there. I was sitting right there. Okay, sometimes so. that's too close for me. All right. Okay. Anyway. But, but, well, but, but that must be amazing. A Star yes. Trek fan of your yeah, caliber in the movie in the yes. movie did you dress up when you went to the theater no i do, did not do people do that uh, some people do yeah. especially oh. for premieres and they were doing that for batman i mean they do it for you yeah know. yeah and uh, uh but i have not done that for that i did it for the for beaches 
I bet you did. I bet you look great as uh, Barbara Hershey. Barbara Hershey looking. Yeah. How did it? How did it look in one day? Well, when I went with my friends again, and I saw it in just regular, regular version. version. Regular D. Um, to me, it, it lost in something D. because I, I didn't feel as immersed into it as I did oh. uh, the 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 one day. Oh, I want to see lens flare in 3D. Shut. Who is? How did he get into this? Watch studio? Jurassic Park 3D. You'll get plenty of lens flare in 3D. When the Enterprise goes to warp, you feel like you're right in the trail of it. I mean, you know, it's one. Wonderful. I've always felt like what that is is uh, I grew up in uh, Western New York near Buffalo, and whenever they go into light speed, even in Star Wars, yes. that is what it feels like when you're in a snowstorm. Oh wow! Yeah, it's really scary when you're in a snowstorm hey. and you could hit some stuff. But if you've ever been on, uh, I hate to cross genres, especially while oh, I'm in this uniform. Yes. If you've been on Star Tours, oh. you get that feeling. It's mm-hmm. the same thing yeah, yeah. watching the movie in 3D. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Right. Yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, because it's like being in a ride. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll probably see it again. So maybe I'll do 3D the second time. Maybe yeah. that's how I'll handle the. We're gonna summer see movie. it again anyway. If it's good enough to see a second time, then I'll do the 3D. There you go. All right, there you All are. Right. Yeah. Well, thank you for your expertise. We're gonna keep you around though. Get Adam back in here so he's pretty he's avoided the spoilers mm-hmm. they weren't really that massive but <laughs> we heard um, you were good at avoiding the yeah. spoilers but uh we're gonna make it we're gonna play a round of stump the trekker mm-hmm. so stick around this break will be like it never even really happened <laughs> The gang is all here. We have a full studio. I am spoiler free still on Star Trek 2, the second two. The second two. The second two. That's a good way to put it. The second two. But uh, yeah, so you can go and see it. Now, will you see it for the love of God? We all agree it's good, except for Lee, because he didn't see it and he doesn't care. But the rest of us think it's good. You should go. His loss. His loss. I take the word of my cranky downstairs neighbor, and it sucked. Oh, okay. Right. So yeah, that's Wednesday He's night. Our next guest, by the way, next week. <laughs> Cranky downstairs neighbor. I, but I've been getting all ready for it, and I think as much as I like, you know, sci-fi movies and stuff like that, I just like obsession, and I like gorging, obviously, with the movies and stuff. You know, I'll watch all the Marvel movies before the Marvel movies. Yes, you will. And so this whole week, so this is just giving me more time to watch the original movies, to watch the original uh, TV show, and I have tried to get into the expanded universe. Mm-hmm. Now I am a bit of an old school Next Generation fan because that's what was on TV when I went to bed all through like high school and college. Mm-hmm. And that's a great way to go to sleep, by the way. That is the number one way to go to sleep. Oh, I no well, one. Karen and I could call I don't know if that'd else. be the number one way, but uh, <laughs> all right. All right, all right, all right. If you're just looking to just nod out, you know, <laughs> you can't beat the next generation. Is that a compliment? If you want to go to sleep hard, watch just the put next in generation. <laughs> this is a backhanded compliment. Bad movies or anything. It's yeah. just, <laughs> as you said, it's, it's that nobody on that show speaks above this. This is Jordy. This is Data. This is yes. Picard most of the time. Oh, yes. Even uh-huh. Worf is kind of like this, Captain. <laughs> yeah, and then, yes, yes. unlike the original series, uh, th- this, the entire, would you, where you never heard the ship, this show has that drone of the ship, that white noise going, yes, like under 60 minutes of that. Yes, 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 yes. Well, and that's the difference between the classic series and the next generation. It's it's a totally different kind of uh, approach. And it was intentional by Roddenberry himself. He had a lot of say in what the next generation was going to be like. As a, and not that he didn't have it in the original, but right. that he had a, a much more say. And he wanted a much more 
uh, peaceful, more cerebral, much less uh, shoot them and fight them and blast them. In fact, in the first four seasons of Star Trek The Next Generation, you never see a battle in space. Oh. Yeah. You what? never see a phaser fire. You never see a, a battle. They will talk about battles, and then they will go and see the aftermath of them, but you never see the battle itself. And it wasn't until after Roddenberry passed away that you began to see space battles again. I think that would be a very uh, smart move as a producer, because you don't have to show all of that, and that would cost a lot of money. And so the board came along. I, right? I don't know about that, but that, oh, that, okay. but that was, but that was part money. of his, th- his thoughts about why he wanted to do that was to be a, a much less aggressive and a much more story-driven, uh, character-driven kind of show, which is what his original plan was. Which they succeeded with, but what a ballsy move. You've got this most famous TV show ever. Yes. The only TV show, as we discussed before, that had a whole movie series with the original cast. Yes. There's no nothing else like that. That's correct. So it's just like mega, you know, sci-fi franchise and to try and do the opposite. Okay, we're going to do Star Trek again. I know that sounds weird because the original show is super famous, but we're going to do it, but completely differently. Like opposite. Everything's super peaceful. Nobody fights. Like, what? That sounds insane. Right, right, right. And, and, you know, when it first came out, there were a lot of fans that were very nervous about it because it's like, how can you do Star Trek without Kirk and Spock and McCoy? How can you do it? And so now we have Picard and Riker and Geordi and then... Uh, Deanna Troy, the ship's counselor. What what role is she going to play? Then you have the young boy, the the genius Wesley Crusher that no one. Yeah, him for a like. while. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and then, you know, and so forth. And 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 how is that going to work? Well, it didn't really. If you look at the first season of Star Trek Next Gen, it's a bit clunky. What's it's that stand for? Th- I'm sorry. What's what's next gen stand for? Uh, it stands for next generation. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. We speak it. We use in code. How many? Uh, right. <laughs> uh, if you really want to talk to you would say TNG, which yeah. stands for the next generation. Oh, yeah. DS9, TNG. DS9, TNG. But wait, how many TMJ? There were like a lot of different series, right? Voyager. So there was the the first Star Trek, which is called the original series. The original series. And then there was and there was Star Trek Tokyo Drift. Uh, no, that's, Star uh, Trek uh, New Orleans Port of Call. That's almost. the one with the rock. <laughs> and then yeah, then there was Star Trek Happy Days. Right, and legend, then, legend of Curly's Star gold. Trek. I think. Happy days. That's not even like happy a happy day. You didn't even bother with a with a, a movie. Star <laughs> Trek. Star Trek Taxi. Yeah. Star Trek Laverne and Shirley. Wasn't there a Star oh Trek Merely Tyler Moore show? <laughs> One, trying. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh. Now you're talking, Karen. But weren't there how many? How in all honesty and seriousness, seriousness, mm-hmm. how many uh, different series were there? There was a total of, I want to make sure I count, count them right, there were the original series, Next Generation, uh, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, Enterprise, and there was also the um, animated series. So a total of six wow. different series. Which is fantastic. Yes. Which, is, which is, you, has all the same voices as the TV show. And that in of itself is Chad kind of unusual. Yeah. yeah. To get all the original voices back on that. And they were able to do... Such much, so much more with unique styles of aliens and so forth that you wouldn't see. Like, uh, yeah, they Lieutenant... replaced Chekhov with an actual alien. Yes, I and know he's, uh, he's got three Look at legs. what I know. He's got three legs <laughs> and three arms. Technically, and three in on the first arm. series, Chekhov didn't have his green card, so he was an alien. Uh, actually, Chekhov wasn't in the first <laughs> season of the next of the original series. He didn't what come in until the place? second. Uh, he's correct. And do you know why they added him? Uh, mainly for uh, two reasons. One, uh, younger audience. He looked like a beetle. 
Uh, Davy yeah, Jones. Like, they want to look like yeah. Davy Jones from the monkeys. A monkeys of, or a beetle. Uh, the second thing is uh, he's Russian. And so it added to the idea of the Cold War being oh. over and we're all cooperating with each other. Oh. That, so he's that Russian. coveted Russian demographic 18 yes. to 36. Well, let's, let's, right. uh, let's get into this because uh, we were playing uh, sort of a... Uh, now, now would be good for that. That's a taste. Of the, <laughs> a good time that. That's a taste of the old show, right? Yeah, yeah. That's right. I didn't that's fit right. that in in the last bit. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Well, since we were asking questions of of Chip, Chip Krolik, our guest, uh, we should ask him some real serious trivia questions about Star Trek, and a little something we like to call "Stump the Trekker." Stump the Trekker. That's kind of mellow. You said that was serious. We're probably supposed this to get into this. Into this the is game epilogue. This is the oh. epilogue music. All right, Karen, what's right. your first question uh, for Chip? I have a question for you. Okay. What production company was very vocal in getting Star Trek to started to begin with? You mean the original? Yes, the original TV show. Somebody had the idea and brought it to this production company, and they made it happen. Well, the original guy was Roddenberry. Right. Gene Roddenberry. And who do you work with? Oh, Produced the show. Yeah, they produced uh, the show. Well, originally it was produced by Desi Lou Productions. That's what I was looking for. Desi Lou Productions. I didn't know how, how specific you were, but originally it was produced <laughs> yes. by Desi Lou Productions. And where is Lucille Ball from? That's my follow up question. Lucille Ball? Yes. There, where there's is she a follow up question. Yes. Oh, my. I, I, you, you got me there. I only know this because it's my hometown. Oh. Yes. Which is? Which is Jamestown, New York. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So okay. that's, I guess, one point, Karen. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah, I, he got the first part right. He got the first part right. Take yeah, that. So maybe, I don't know. I'm not up on my I Love Lucy trivia, I must say. Sorry. Jamestown of the Jamestown Settlement, right? I'm just, I, no, I not even. Say, isn't that town all I gone? wish. No, we're not even that cool. We're the we're <laughs> named after that one. You're named after the named after. Yeah, okay, so gotcha, we're in gotcha, Western gotcha. New York. And the only reason I know that is because I was born there. I didn't do any research. Okay. Lee, right. do you have a question? I do. A round of. Stump the Trekker, not the Trekkie. <laughs> now, this, is, this, this yes. is a tough one, Chip, so okay. feel free to take a moment and think about it. What main character in the first movie, first movie did Christopher Walken audition for? What main character in the first movie did Christopher Walken audition for? Hmm. I, I must confess, I'm not as up on my... Production value and actors, mm-hmm. as I am more in the mythos of Star Trek, it's shall we mythology, say? Mythology. That's correct. The, yeah, the canon. That's correct. Right. The canon of Star Trek, uh, which includes all of the movies, all the TV series, and you know everything about that. But you, you don't Christopher know Christopher Walken. And I'm assuming you're meaning the very first Star Trek motion picture. He might not be. Ah. <laughs> See, that's where I'm lost on. He might be lost. But I'm going to take a a guess at this and say Captain Kirk. Uh, Han Solo is the correct answer. Oh, that is not the correct answer because it's Star Wars. That's right. Wait a minute. Wait, it is Star Wars. Try out for Star Wars, Richard. I'm sorry. Han Solo's from Star Wars. Uh, yes. Okay, yeah, that's Star Wars. So two for two. I thought I had you there, Chip. I thought I had you on that one. He was notice how he's being very careful. What's the difference? Oh, get out. Oh. We don't have that kind of time. Oh one has gosh. one has lightsabers. <laughs> All right, here's okay, my question. I'll go for that. Enough of these enough of these goofballs. Aliens running around okay. with lightsabers trying to kill other aliens. <laughs> Adam, stump the trucker. Enough of this goofball stuff. Here's a real question, my friend. All right. You know I am I'm a little bit of a trucker. A mm. little bit. I can I can You're hold my own. a shirt. 
I am yeah. wearing a Spock shirt right now. That's but, right. But Science. of course, that was given to me by uh, <laughs> our guest here. <laughs> Uh, but I love it. I love. I, I I feel like I want to go it much better than I do. I must say. Oh well, thank you. Yeah. At least it's not a red shirt. I know I'll make it through this. There you go. I know. Karen had to fight Adam for the that. dress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but she's communications. Usually the communications officer don't die. I always like Scotty. Okay, in what episode of the original Star Trek logged the most time with a shirtless William Shatner? Mm. That is a good question. That Which episode? And it's got to be like I watched. Got to choose from a number of episodes, probably, to get most time with a shirtless Kirk. Wow, that is good. You ever have a shirtless Kirk though? Down at O'Hulahan's pub. <laughs> oh, the shirtless oh, Kirk. <laughs> order, go down there, order up a shirtless mm. Kirk, man. <laughs> yeah, man. For the night, I had four or five of those. It'll take care. Of I you. think I know this. I'm going to take a guess, and I'm going to say Charlie X. Ooh. Now, is that right? The, uh, I you're have not, not sure if you're right. Now hold on, hold on. Of course, I haven't watched every episode <laughs> and, and, and and measured the time. Okay, okay. But I'll tell you which one I think it is. All right. And you, you and and you can be the arbiter. <laughs> All right. I know it's a strange way to do this. That's All a good, right. It's a good. All right. But I actually am kind of made this question because I kind of want to know. Alex right. Trebek never turns to the contestants. <laughs> and says, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this All is right. kind right. of Jeopardy. <laughs> well, and I'll explain my answer also. So go ahead. Okay. Well, I was. You know. I, I, I obviously threw out the question there without consulting every episode. I but I see. did watch one a couple weeks ago. Okay. And I think it was called The Gamesters of Triskelion. Triskelion. Yes. And he is in a arena. Yes, that's And right. he is shirtless the whole episode. Yeah. Now, does that beat Charlie X? I think it does. Nice! I think you're right. <laughs> yes, I completely forgot about that one. Wow. Well, the reason why I mentioned Charlie X is that <laughs> Captain Kirk spends it's a lot of time in the gymnasium. And he's completely shirtless, and he's wearing a very tight leotard <laughs> bottoms. Yes. And, uh, of course he is. That's all I shall say. You'll have to see it for yourself, but oh. he is mostly shirtless throughout that whole uh, scene. Does he have a chubby? Uh, why no would he have a chubby? <laughs> I, I, in case you couldn't hear me, does he have a chubby? Yeah, well, no, we, we, well, why wouldn't you? Well, you wouldn't want to be in tight pants like that and I have something on. Let's going pretend on. we heard you. And then uh. we, <laughs> Just, You'll you know, have to check out the episode yourself. Like at home, and let's see pretend we heard you. <laughs> but yes, I believe you're right. I think the gamesters of Triskelion trumps uh. that. It's it's amazing. It's like I hadn't I I bought one a Star Trek Blu-ray from like a closing blockbuster and just hadn't watched it in a year. And finally, I was like, oh, I'll watch one of the old Star Treks. And so it was the first one I'd seen in years. And it is the best episode. He is completely <laughs> shirtless. He's completely yes. fighting like Kirk. You know, like oh, all the yeah. Kirk oh, moves yeah. and mm -hmm. shirtless the entire episode. It's like the best of da, Kirk. Da, 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 what's da, the um, yep. Mm -hmm. What's the episode where he's pantsless? <laughs> that would be the gym uh, episode. Yeah, okay, just about. <laughs> You're thinking about. of TJ Hope. Okay, we have one more question. <laughs> Star, Star Trek Wrath of Buns. Oh. All right, we have another question here. Oh. Just off the top of my head. Okay. Name the episode and the character who spoke this quote. How dare you, you who consort with Romulans, invoke my father's name to support your traitorous arguments. It is an offense to everything I hold dear. And to hear those words used to subvert the United Federation of Planets, my father was a great man. Chip is nodding. His name stands for integrity and principle. You dirty his name when you speak it. He loved the Federation, but you, Captain, corrupt it. You undermine our very way of life. I will expose you for what you are. I've brought down bigger men than you, Picard. <laughs> Jesus, Picard. I brought down bigger men than you, Picard. Yes. Well, I, I read it wrong. Yeah, you gotta have the emphasis. Uh, and it was done by the lead singer of Kiss. What? What? Yes. Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons. 
That's her name. Oh, Wait a minute. The actress, oh, the Gene Simmons. Actress, the actress is Gene Spartacus. Simmons. Yes. Because we all know the lead singer is Ace Freely. <laughs> it's Paul Stanley. Oh, Paul Stanley. <laughs> Will you come in first on anything today? <laughs> I'm lucky I got another Wait, did I get member. The, did I get the, the, uh, the, the episode? Oh, the episode is called The Drumhead. Unbelievable. Wow. Chip Krolik, ladies Drops and the mic. Drops the mic. Drops the mic, walks off stage. Yeah, that's Bitches. Right, that's right. All right, we, we have to fess up a little bit. Uh, we had some help on that from Karada Marcucci. Oh, oh yes, yeah. yes. And, and the character was uh, Admiral Satie. That's right. Oh, my gosh. Drops that's the mic. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Drops the communicator. <laughs> oh, wait. Now, speaking of which, you have one of those, right? Let's yes, bring I do. Thing on. We'll get some uh, authentic Star Trek sound effects on the show. This is one of the greatest things. Before the space tool known as the iPhone the coolest futuristic thing was the flip phones because it was just like the classic Star Trek communicator he's got a phaser I got a phaser phaser or taser phaser phaser phaser. and uh, this is my communicator nice nice and I can communicate with it is that a Nokia sounds like a dolphin (laughs) (laughs) yes flipper Kirk to Enterprise Kirk to Enterprise they did talk to the whales in that one right yeah (gasps) Uh, just keep a lock on us. Thank you, Kirk. Out. Ooh. Wow! <laughs> that was the coolest move. The flip. That yes. Cool. The Kirk flip of the th- the uh, communicator. Yes, yes. And now nobody and, wants and now a that's flip so phone. So nineties. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. It's so <laughs> well, you know when my first when I first got a cell phone, I made sure it was a flip phone for that very reason. There were other phones, you know, they were flat, you know, and I said mm-hmm, I got to have a flip phone for the first one because of that very reason. Awesome. How many conventions have you been to? Oh, geez. I've been going to conventions since 1987, at least. So, like, yearly? Um, I had been going yearly. I, I took a hiatus for a while, and then I started resuming them uh, just recently, and I go to the big one in Las Vegas every year. And uh, not this year, but the previous two years, year 2011 and 2010, I was a part of breaking the Guinness Book of World Records of being most persons in a Star Trek costume in one place. And, uh, oh, that's yeah, cool. I broke the world record. <laughs> Where, where's your book? Oh, oh yeah, he has his book. Now, oh, what qualifies as a Star Trek costume? Can I just show up in a onesie? And does that get me? <laughs> oh, now that's very that's very interesting. You Look at this. That. You we have got to have memory oh, book. Here. He, here's my certification uh, of certification uh, of being a part of breaking the Guinness Book of World Records. I was number forty three in two thousand and ten, and I was number three seventy three in two thousand eleven. What's the total count on that? You're a little here. You could have been, you know. Yeah, you could have gotten out of the house earlier, Get so you would have been an earlier number. It was old hat second time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that thing again. And then these are just all of the uh, autographs I have gathered. All right, over the name off the autographs here. Hubba, hubba, who's this? Yeah. Oh, that's Drusilla from the episode Bread and Circuses. <laughs> she played uh, a, a slave girl. Yeah. Yummy. That's nice. Oh, all the hot chicks are at the front. And then uh, the next one that's is... A, it's like real life, guy. Karen. Young, young that's a boy. Mr. Spock. He Fake looks, Spock from Star from, Trek 3. From Star Trek 3, that's correct. And then, She's of course, here. Captain's Concubine. Wait a minute. Time, uh, from, time, out, uh, time out. We need to stop and read the inscription. Chip Savnik? Savick. Chip Savick made my Vulcan blood boil. That's correct. And that is signed by the young Spock from Star young Trek Spock. 3. That's right. We're Going flipping through, through eight, and, 8 and a half by 11 headshots that are signed here for oh, Chip. Oh, and Janice yeah. Rand, you can't, you can't beat her. Yeoman Rand. Well, not Yeoman after Rand. the restraining order, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the best right here. This the is everybody's Gorn. favorite episode. Oh, hold the up the Gorn. Gorn for a close-up show. That's the right. Gorn. Like a Godzilla. You meet there. that dude, and it's yes. like meeting... Uh, you know, Chewy or something. 
That was that, oh, is that a fair comparison? Looks a lot oh, like no, a no, 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 no comparison ah! whatsoever. No comparison whatsoever. The Gorns are much more aggressive and much more violent than, than Chewbacca. It's a, what yeah. would be your dream Star Trek character versus Star Wars character matchup? Oh, that's a good question. Because my friend, my gamer friends and I, we frequently talk about, would the Empire be taken over by the Federation or could the Federation take out the Empire? And I'm of the opinion that the Federation could take out the Empire because they don't have shields. Whereas the Enterprise does, oh. and that their firepower is smaller, and the uh, Enterprise has a lot more uh, powerful weapons. Uh, uh, yes, but we learned earlier today that the Empire is more about kicking your ass, and you mm. guys are more about like space and yeah. exploration. But when it comes to fighting the Borg, for example, oh, the, the Federation can rise to the challenge. Shit gets real. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So I think I think the Federation could take out the Empire. So the Borg probably came into the scene, and there were big Borg battles after Roddenberry died. Oh yes, see after yeah. he there you go. See after he passed Borg the Borg battles, and then all of the, the the whole Dominion War on Deep Space Nine wouldn't have been nearly as exciting as it was uh, with the, all the space the Dominion battles. War. Is that the one with the uh, Kardashians? Uh, <laughs> Cardassians. <laughs> Cardassians. Yes. And the Dominion. Yes, the Cardassians aligned themselves with the Dominion and tried to take over the Alpha Quadrant. And so, Is the Alpha Quadrant another word for her ass? Uh, damn Kardashians are everywhere. <laughs> Not quite. Well, I knew they were real Way to ruin people. a Star Trek uh, reference there. <laughs> rich, <laughs> rich reality family. No, All right. Star Trek was... A show originally. It wasn't a book or a comic book series, right? Right. It was a TV show from okay. the beginning. That yes. was where it wow. started. And, that's yes. its and then it later franchised into comic books and novels and all kinds of things. Yeah. I want to see the, the, my favorite thing you brought. Chip brought Tribbles. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, hopefully they didn't get out. No, no. All right. <laughs> don't feed them and after midnight. And I haven't midnight. fed them, so they haven't bred. Do so not. Don't Here get them go. wet. Don't feed them after midnight. Uh, that's Gremlins. Uh-huh. I'm gonna get something. You don't, don't know. They reproduce exponentially, and when yeah, how do look. they screw? They never mention that. Is there ah, any technical they don't manual? Need to. They don't need to. They're born pregnant, and uh, oh. that's what Dr. McCoy discovered. Is that 90% of the creature's body is geared towards reproduction? 90% of the creature's body is geared for reproduction. Geared for reproduction. Damn it, I'm a doctor. Not, actually, I'm a doctor. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a doctor. To angry. Not a veterinarian. Yeah, there you go. Now that's the spirit. I'm a doctor, not a veterinarian. That's right. Here, let me see. There you so, go. See? <laughs> you can, you can wear the these, nightclub. and then you go to the. Yeah. You can make a lot extra money. It should be noted, Karen yeah. is putting on the tribbles as pasties, which <laughs> now the millions of Star Trek fans everywhere just I like to think of myself crazy. as being 100% designed for reproduction. Ah, <laughs> I see. Okay, 90%? It, it, the record is This guy is 100% designed. So what is it? Wait, so and now, say again, please. What is it? Look at this. This is this is the easiest. It's for for the person who didn't get the idea to just take yeah. a bunch of cloth and stuff it. Oh yeah. And make a circle <laughs> and call it a triple and call it an official thing from a. You really missed out. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that probably, scam I'm holding in my hand. These are probably one of the <laughs> more uh, uh, recognizable creatures of all the Star Trek because they were so fun and they reproduced and there was a whole episode. It is the most famous. And, uh, the guy who invented great. the pet rock is looking at this going, why didn't I think of that? Yeah, that's right. That's right. There you Absolutely. are. And by the way, I, I just want to say, too, because we, we were just going through uh, Chip's uh, eight and a half by 11s here and he has the signature of the, the Gorn. That's but correct. But of course... 
Nobody can prove that. And I wonder if there could be an amazing ring of people going around saying they're the Gorn, saying they're Greedo, <laughs> and just like there's a whole wing of lawyers and people to have to prove uh, that I, for authenticity. I imagine. I yeah, man, imagine. that was Bosk. That was me. Yeah. You want an autograph? <laughs> 20 bucks. That was Bosk. You want IG88's autograph? Come mm-hmm. on, 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. All right, well, Chip, uh, we right. thank you for coming in. Thank you for the review. Oh, Thanks for playing welcome. the game. Very we couldn't welcome. even stump you with the long-winded question <laughs> that was sent in from a viewer. Oh, I do have uh, one last doing. question. <laughs> oh, I do have yes. one, because this has been happening. I've heard the term Trekker, which I've never heard of before. Mm-hmm. Why is it not Trekkie? Ah, I'm glad isn't there such That's like a... the N-word. Oh. oh yeah. <laughs> it can be to oh some fans. It can Trekkie. be. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> Hello. There is a difference between Trekkers and Trekkies. Trekkies are considered kind of... Uh, peripheral, uh, not really into it, just kind of funsy kind of fans. Trekkers are serious. How long has that term been around? Because I have never heard never Trekker heard before today, yeah. and it's always been Trekker. Really? That's, it's been around at least since Roddenberry was alive. There's actually an really? anecdote that at a convention, uh, Roddenberry himself called the fans Trekkies, and someone raised their hand and said, no, we prefer to be called Trekkers. And he said, I invented the genre. I'll call them what I want. Yeah. And that ended Suckers. that discussion right there. Oh, so Roddenberry started Trekkies. Uh, he, he popularized the idea, yes. Yes. So why wouldn't well, they just go with what the chief well, says? Like, yeah. yeah, the chief. Well, because there is this level of serious fans that feels that it, it's 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 not just being, uh, uh, you know, running around in in costumes and and throwing triples. Don't at you each tell other. me about the thing you created? I well, that that's what makes but, it ironic. What's hilarious is there is this like revolt from within the Star Trek fans of like Trekkie became such a curse word in a weird way, like yes. making fun of you know people who live in their parents' basement and all that sort of stuff. Right, so right, that, right. So the people were like, hey, you know what? I have a job and I like Star Trek. Right. I'm not going to be called right. a Trekkie. <laughs> right, right. That's true. That's true. And in in like in the in the documentary that Denise Crosby did called Trekkies. You meet a lot of people that say, you know, I work for JPL and I got into it because I watch Star Trek. I'm a doctor. Or I'm a dentist. I'm this. I'm this. And I and I consider myself a, a hardcore Trek fan. Sometimes they'll say that instead of Trekker, Trekkie, and get into that whole kind of thing. But uh, there are some people that uh, do just like to get all dressed up and they go to work that way all the time. And uh, that's how they live. And it, it, it's a very serious thing, you know, for them. Is Denise Crosby in the documentary? Yes, she okay, is. She's good. in the documentary. And I will watch itself. that. Yeah. <laughs> and I will watch that. She was. Uh, she was. She was a very enjoyable in uh, Star Trek. Uh, and she generation. was also a, a groundbreaker, like much of what Star Trek right. did. Uh, here's a bit of trivia Red that most diaries. people don't know: the first interracial kiss ever done on television was on a Star Trek episode. Yes, it was. This is true. It was between Captain Kirk and Uhura in the episode Plato's Stepchildren, and it was so controversial for the time because this was 1968 when it was done that many of the southern states of the United States refused to air the episode. Yes. Mm. Wow. The USA. First USA. They didn't like Kirk that cake. much. Huh? I was thinking <laughs> the same well, hey, thing. That's they the year like 2050. Yeah, yeah, that's like yeah. year 2056. I mean, they're very progressed. <laughs> 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 Sorry, we were stuck in 1964. That's right. Oh, that's the Enterprise right. is going overhead. Ooh, so <laughs> exciting. Well, with that uh, Enterprise going overhead, Chip has to beam himself, energize himself, beam himself out of here? I, I, I will Engage. energize. Engage himself out of here. Engage. Engage. Energize. Uh, so big round of applause for Chip Krolik, Yay! our guest. So great to have you here, Chip. We appreciate the insight into what will no doubt be a long J.J. Abrams 
to produced at least a franchise of Star Trek reboot. So uh, glad to have you. Well, thank you very much. And as uh, a token of my appreciation, I, I brought some Klingon blood wine for all of us to enjoy. Oh, That's great. we don't really drink. Yeah, a couple yeah. of teetotalers there. So. Oh, really? But thanks anyway. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, I also brought something not known in the Federation, some Romulan peyote. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, we do do hallucinogenic drugs. So Amen. that's fine. Absolutely. Yeah, That'll be that. great. Okay, wow. well, thanks, Chip. Let me Appreciate take a look it. at what you got there, Chip. Yeah, 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 there you go. Any yeah. side effects or anything to that? Um, there might be some mild memory loss that comes mm, with nice. it. Nice, yeah. Hey, that, that's okay. Uh, we're recording the show. If we forget everything that happened, we can always just play it back, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty legit. So let's, uh, let's oh, dig he, in. Somebody left us here. Yeah, go ahead. Well, uh, we are the Movie Guys at the uh, MovieGuys.net. You can find our <sighs> movie showcast there. You can also find us Take on iTunes. Mushrooms. Also, be sure Minty. to follow us at the Movie Guys on Twitter and Facebook.com/slash/TheMovieGuys. They're digging into the peyote. I think the show's... <laughs> Paul, a, Paul, are we supposed to snort this or these, shoot it? I don't know. Believe some for me, man. Are these menthol? I think I, these are menthol. You just inhale it, don't you? Karen's bogarting the hallucinogenic. 